0: From creator Frank Mueller comes the comic series, The Devil You Know. One late night, Graydon Cross comes home to find his family slaughtered and Satan himself standing before him. Fueled with rage, he rushes towards Satan, but is struck down before he gets to have his revenge. Upon his death, God appears before Graydon and gives him a choice.
1: Graydon Cross, I am God. Your family and yourself were murdered by Satan. You may choose heaven, hell, or revenge. I'll send you to hell with powers I've given you to kill Satan. But if you kill Satan, you must become him. Do we have a
0: deal? Deal. His desire for revenge too strong to ignore, Graydon agrees to God's terms and descends to hell on a mission to assassinate the devil and avenge his family. Upon finding himself in hell, Graydon must battle his way through an army of demons. All the while discovering the limitations of his new powers. The Devil You Know, written by Frank Mueller, available on Comixology and AcesAidsPress.com. You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Your refusal to listen
2: will be one more reason for me to fire up my death ray and take over the world. <laughs>
3: He <laughs>
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Candair, a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Jeff Holcomb. And joining us today, we have the creator of the webcomic TDUGN, C.A. Morgan. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. We're going to be talking about a bunch of cool stuff today. I'm kind of excited about yeah. today's episode. Uh, Indiana Jones finds himself in the rumor mill, <laughs> the bad doings of Power Rangers nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're going to turn our attention over to CA and talk about TD UGN a little bit more. But before we do all that, let's get to recaps.
3: Recaps!
0: All right, so we've all seen the Fantastic Four trailer. Have we all seen the Fantastic Four trailer here? I have. I have. Yes. All right, mm-hmm.
1: thoughts? I want to see it now. Before, I could really care, but now it's got me intrigued.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm not even going to comment on it. <laughs> no comment. On <laughs> <I'm laughs> really? the same boat. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? Why? Ugh, well, lay it on, laid on yeah. us. Why?
2: I don't know. It just seems so... Like, they just wanted to go a whole three, like, 180 on it. And like, oh, let's go this route and see how it flows.
0: Which well, is going to f- super flop for me. I just couldn't see it. Like I don't know. They've been trying to make a Fantastic Four movie good for a long time remember the one back in the what was it the late early 90s maybe like 94 the tv one yeah oh yeah (laughs) then again with what was it jessica alba chris evans all those those two movies that came out it's a it's a hard thing to get right i would think so i don't know maybe a different approach would be not making it a superhero movie like they've been doing right
1: i think is the way to go because it doesn't look like a superhero it's got a lot different feel
0: darker i guess what about uca
3: well i think that you know you have to keep trying and good for them but i don't think i'll be watching it i've just never (laughs) really been interested in the fantastic four sadly oh i see and it's just a matter of personal taste there's nothing against them maybe they'll actually do something right this time
0: Here's, here's yeah. hoping yeah. The thing looks a lot better Yeah yeah, And I wouldn't mind seeing a bit darker Fantastic Four than what we've seen already It's weird seeing just a pile of rocks that just started standing <laughs> up <laughs> I mean, Reed Richards, he's too young looking Well, this is the
1: early days, yeah. Jeff Yeah, yeah They wanted to see how it would be when he was young Stan Lee likes it,
0: I guess What's, what's he going to say? I know. It's shit.
3: <laughs> Doesn't he like everything?
0: I think Do you, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. Did you uh, see his cameo in Agent Carter yes, a week or two yes, ago? Yes, I could not t- believe it. <laughs> anyway, I guess we're just all going to have to agree to disagree on this matter, aren't we? All Until right. It comes out. <laughs> yeah. Be like, I told you, Jeff, you'd like it. Yeah. Well, I love that movie. The, the, the new 4 logo they have, for some reason, I think I told you this the other day, and I can't explain why, but it reminds me of Tron. Yeah, the light cycles. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. Why. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like this. I don't know. All right. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so we have a, another person cast for the upcoming Supergirl TV show, and it's been announced who the first villain is going to be, the character Lumberjack. You guys ever Oh, I this? did read
1: about that, yeah, but I
0: don't know who he is. <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to be, oh, yeah, I love the Lumberjack. It's like, what? That's
1: <laughs> my favorite villain
0: I'm in DC. <laughs> it's got my name in it, so I like it. <laughs> so I, naturally I'd like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I guess the reason, probably, no one is into lumberjacks because he was only ever appeared once in a Wonder Woman comic uh, issue two sixty eight in back in nineteen eighty, I think it was. So was he riding on on, like a blue cow or something
1: <laughs> named Babe?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked like the uh, the brownie, the bounty uh, spokesman, the paper towel lumberjack. No, <laughs> <you know? laughs> brawny, brawny. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Was he just like super strong with an axe? I, I guess I don't know I, anything. I have to him. think about this character now. I'm like picturing—I've never seen him. He didn't. I mean, he just looked like a lumberjack. I mean, they, he didn't have any flannel and jeans. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Toboggan, big shitty beard, <laughs> axe over the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, um, also, maybe you want to do you want to say this part because I know you had this part too. What's that? The casting, who has been cast? Uh, I don't know who it is. I just know.
1: I know
3: it.
0: Oh, go right ahead then.
3: Please, it's Rory McCann, who plays the Hound from Game of Thrones. I think he would do a fantastic job as the lumberjack.
2: He'd scare the crap out of me
0: then.
3: (laughs) Yes. I don't think he'd need an axe.
0: (laughs) No, he doesn't. I don't even know who that is. I need to watch watch Game of Thrones. Everyone's going on and on about it. It's good. Is it? I hate to say it, but it is good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's a lot of nudity, a lot. Oh yes, really? Oh, oh yes. yeah. Are we talking good nudity or like Kathy Bates nudity? A little Aww. of both. <laughs> <There's->
3: a little <laughs> of both. You, um, yeah. if you know who Hodor is, uh, you actually see him naked. Oh my gosh! And uh, yeah, <laughs> <Just> getting excited.
0: <laughs> oh
3: baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, Jimmy Olsen has been cast in this show. And that's gonna be, I don't even know how you pronounce his name. Makad? We'll just go with that. <laughs> Makad <McCod> Brooks. <laughs> uh, from Necessary Roughness and True Blood. Any idea?
1: No. I've seen Necessary Roughness, but I can't think who it would be. African American guy. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say there's a lot of stink about that because Jimmy Olsen's gonna be African American now, which doesn't really matter anymore. Well, what
0: about Nick Fury? Yeah, that was a good change. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a really it was good
3: excellent.
0: J- yeah, yeah. Exactly. You
3: went from David Hasselhoff
0: <laughs> <you> know,
3: <laughs> from him, you switched over.
0: Yes. You know, to the
3: incomparable Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Can yeah. you? I mean, can you imagine having anyone other than Samuel L. Jackson do that? Thing? No, I couldn't see it. No, I couldn't either. It is kind of funny on the Avengers, the cartoon
1: Avengers Assemble, when Nick Fury's on there because it, it doesn't sound. He looks like Samuel, but
0: he doesn't. Doesn't sound, sound like, like him. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. weird. Nobody sounds like yeah. Samuel. Man, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Anyway, that's all I had. Some th- more things to look for with Supergirl. All right, uh, one other quick thing to mention. Another cast member has been added to X-Men Apocalypse. Rose Byrne will reprise her role as... Moira. Moira, yes, thank you, McTaggart. Uh, she was in First Class, the CIA agent that was the love interest of Xavier. So they're continuing that little... Uh, Fun little bit in our <laughs> superhero movie. Vague, vaguely remember that part.
1: I just like I was telling you earlier. Just remembered her from uh, Last Stand when she was sitting oh. next at the
0: in the hospital bed. Oh, at like the after credit scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not an integral part to that movie. For no, me. I, I mean I remember so many things about First Class, but just not when they really said her part. voice
1: in the end of that movie, you're like, oh, it was a known name, and then all of a sudden they just
0: never did anything again. With well now they are So I guess we got that to look forward to there, um, Didn't Xavier like erase her memory or something At the end of the first class Or something like that To make her forget of the, the events that had happened or something? I have to watch it again I don't remember
3: I don't remember either
0: hmm. Jeff he erased all oh, of wasn't. our memories <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember either I guess so
1: You don't like those X-Men movies anyway Sadly I own them too
0: <laughs> Wow
3: you're glutton for punishment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Now, this is something we retired a long time ago because there were just little tidbits and rumors coming out that seemed like every week we'd bring up, and we decided to retire until there's some concrete news. And now there's some concrete beneath us. Ghostbusters three. Oh yeah, and half the cast is actually the ones that we were talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones. And, I mean, a lot of people recognize those first two names, but the last two names are current SNL yep. cast members. What's her? Leslie Jones? Is that her name? Uh, Yes, Leslie She's Jones. She's
1: very, very new within, I think, well, maybe last season, I think, she just started coming on.
0: And she, is she, uh, was she the one that did Annie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Black Annie. Yes. <laughs>
3: Why
1: y'all trying to steal my moment? This is not about you orphan bitches. This is about black
3: annie.
0: Oh my god, that was funny. What do you guys think? I think it'll be pretty, if
1: it's written right, it'll be pretty damn funny.
2: Because
1: what's her name, McKean? What's her name? McKinnon. Uh, Yeah, Kate McKinnon. She's hilarious on SNL. Yeah, I can't get out of her. She's so freaking funny.
3: They're all and funny. Dan Aykroyd does also writing for the characters.
0: Oh, he's doing the writing. Yeah,
3: Dan Aykroyd is writing for the characters and the <clears throat> for their parts. I I believe it's Katie Dippold is writing the screenplay. So it's actually probably going to be quite well put together.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. I just wonder if they if it's going to be all the same, like the same characters, just in female, or just four totally different new women.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to be a reboot instead of a third installment to the trilogy, yeah. right? So, oh. Like, you got the brain, which was Egon. Which one of those four would be
1: Egon? I don't know. Uh, oh, probably Christian Wig. Yeah,
0: maybe most McCarthy <laughs> would be Stance. Oh, definitely. Uh, the other two are kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Aykroyd obviously is given his blessing, and I guess Ernie Hudson originally tweeted when it was re- released, uh, like, all-female cast. No comment. But then, within the same day, pulled the tweet, and there was going on about, oh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. You know, it's going to be funnier now. So, his agent or someone must have gotten on it. Publicist. You can't be
1: writing yeah. that
3: stuff. That sounds like he needs a paycheck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it for recaps.
2: Recap it!
0: You know, with that, let's move into the rumor mill. The
3: rumors!
1: Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. Jack,
0: let's go Indiana Jones first.
1: Indiana Jones. uh, There may be Disney got the rights to Indiana Jones, of course. Right. So there may be a prequel or a series on the way. Really? Like a TV series? Yeah. Okay. And to play the role of Indy, they're looking at Chris Pratt. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A lot better than Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> well he couldn't do Shia because he was his son, so with a prequel it makes sense. Oh yeah, for to a pre again, but
3: And he's also clinically insane now. So
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Oh dear. he's oh, a nut yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting his face and pulling teeth for movies. I don't remember where I was watching it or even why I was watching it. It was special features to one of the Transformer movies he was in and it was showing like uh like between takes and him just being a complete douchebag with Michael Bay I can't remember exactly what he was saying But after I watched that I was like Wow, no more Hello. will I watch you
3: Wow, two peas in a pod
1: Right What about Holes? Do you still watch Holes? Holes? No, yeah, it was his first movie What's Holes? It was some Disney movie They had dug, one, They dug a bunch of holes for some reason like, Yeah, I can't, can't remember, remember either it, it was.
0: It's an old, early 90's movie <laughs> <laughs> we got a movie about a kid who digs holes, and we had you in mind. We so had That's a great hair. plot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh!
2: Didn't they make a young Indiana Jones though? Oh yeah, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So this is a prequel. I mean, i kind of confused. Was there a series earlier? Yeah, there was, there was huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it wasn't bad. Maybe
1: they
3: could reboot the universe like Marvel is doing. Uh, there
1: you go. Yep. Something about changing time, rewrite <laughs> the whole timeline again. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something to do with the crystal skulls The aliens flew away and came oh, oh lord
0: Oh
3: please no Please don't
0: <laughs> Sends Harrison through time Where's my family?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright It's still too early to tell any real specifics about it But yeah that's We kind of saw that coming I think mm-hmm. I mean you know Disney's obviously going to do something with it And not yeah. just put it away It's a gold mine there. Yeah. Like yeah it is fun I love Indy Oh, yeah, I do, too. And I hate to admit, the other day we were flipping through TV, and I think it was on IFC or AMC, one of those channels that uh, Crystal Skull was on. And it was just the last, like, I don't know, quarter of the movie. So I sat through it, and, yeah, it was bad. (laughs) I could almost deal with it if it wasn't for that fucking monkey... Scene with Shia LaBeouf swinging on vines with oh, like monkeys—it yeah, yeah. was so asinine, man. <laughs> <laughs> that one thing right there, I could—I can swallow the rest, but oh, it almost pisses me off just thinking about it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's, get, oh. let's get past it. <laughs> All right, well, now you have something on X-Men, right? This is supposed to be true. That it was confirmed. Oh, it was. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for the rumor mill. <laughs> 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 Can't get away from the rumor mill, yeah. yeah. Rumors. All right. Well, with that, let's talk about some comics. Who would like to go first this week? Well, Jeff, why don't you go first? Because you weren't here last week. Oh, okay. Playing hooky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that darn graveyard shift. All right. So the comic I brought today would be the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. I've been excited to see. Uh, oh, this- excellent. It is so funny too. Have you read the
0: CA?
3: No, I haven't.
2: It, it is actually totally worth the read. And the funny thing was it's kind of kind of goofy to be honest and I didn't expect that and it reminded me of the old WB cartoon show of like Superman and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Yeah, I can see that. That's what the artwork reminds me of so much and it basically it's just a story about her leaving the Avengers Tower Well secretly she was living in the uh, the attic. <laughs> <laughs> like squirrels do, yeah. <laughs> but she uh, she wanted to actually uh, go to college, so she okay. wants to be a normal girl going to college. But her secret identity was just so funny to me because she couldn't figure out what to do with her tail, so she shoves it into her pants and it gave her like this big old butt. And she's just sitting there like looking admiring herself the entire time. It's like yeah. I look good. <laughs> it was just that part was just cracking me up. Yeah, I mean, it shows her going into her daily routine of uh, trying to get adapting to like normal world people. And she forgets that she's very powerful, very strong. So you see her lifting a whole bunch of stuff, and she's like. Her little squirrel comes out of nowhere. It's like, you know, normal people don't lift that much. And she's like, oh, yeah. She just drops everything. So So she has like a little squirrel sidekick? Yeah, Tippy Toe. What? That's that's his (laughs) name. Wow. It's so funny. Like She'll just start chatting with Tippy Toe in in random places, and people are looking at her. And then Tippy Toe's like, you know, people are watching you. Like, He's oh, like I don't the, know who I am. That's the stable
1: one on out of the pair?
2: Yeah. It, it's her in line? Yeah, it's like the sane <laughs> one. And what's even funnier to me is like, she's like the beginner type of a superhero, and the book that she has, of all things, is Deadpool's Guide to Supervillains. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it was just, she, she actually came across, the first person she comes across was Kraven at the college, and for some reason we don't even know why he's there and he was trying to explain it but she cuts him off and she doesn't want to like make a giant scene so she just starts tossing him into the air until she can figure out what to do with him <laughs> and, and all in all like I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil the first issue but she actually convinces him to go hunt something else and it was all thanks to well deadpool's guide that she was like why are you trying to hunt little things like spider-man you're you can't die why don't you go try to hunt something like... Uh, what did she say it was? I got it right here, too. I'm going to bring it up. You'll get something more worth it. Yeah, like it was Gigantos, which was giant a giant well underwater that he would have to swim to to get to and then defeat. And he was convinced to go fight after this thing. are <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> not <He's> too smart, <laughs> is he? <laughs> well, he seemed like very sophisticated in the very beginning, and then all of a sudden she's like telling him all this crap and uses his own ego against him to make him go fight. And if you... He... <laughs>
0: They even gave him enemy eyes when he saw the picture. <laughs> she must be pretty tough to take on Craven and uh, toss him around like a beach ball or something, man. And...
2: It's like she forgets how strong she really is. Um, I am excited for the next issue, even though this is kind of wacky and not like normal Marvel comics that I would normally pick up unless it was Deadpool. She, I would actually pick up the second one because it actually leaves off where she's about... She's learning about some kind of threat, and you see a picture of Thanos eating the Earth. Glac- <laughs> Glac- or glasses <glathics>, sorry. <laughs> Get out, Jeff. The oh. <laughs> <For> gauntlets. <laughs> but no, I would actually say pick it up, have fun with it. It's very interesting, and I love the artwork on it. and it just.
0: So does this have an origin for her? I mean, like, was she just born with a squirrel tail, or was she, like, hmm. zapped in power lines with a squirrel at the same time or something? <laughs> <else>? <laughs> I don't remember her whole backstory
2: on it, and this is actually... It feels as if this is before she fights Galactus. Okay. Because from what I read, she was actually the one that defeated Galactus, and it just surprised the whole world that she was the one to do it. It
0: looks like that's what they're about to build yeah. to right
2: there. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I have to read the second and one. then they're like, hey, you want to be an Avenger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, with a, with a character's name like Tippy Toes, this makes me think like, <laughs> like these writers were sitting around a table like... Endless hours Not be able To come up with anything Like Guys I want to go home Come on Something It's like on the verge <laughs> Of like two days
1: No sleep Right you Start getting slap happy I don't know Tippy toes <laughs> Fine I want to go The fuck home Let's do it Make a girl With a big bushy tail And buck teeth And have a little <laughs> Squirrel friend
0: Named tippy tail Sure why not Golden <laughs> Oh man Awesome read. Alright uh, I guess I'll go ahead and go next. Um, this one has been a long freaking time coming. long huh? time, yeah. <laughs> uh, When was it? Back in March? It was March, yep. March of 2014, uh, I backed a project on Kickstarter called Sidekicks. And uh, well, this is done by Russell Brentholtz, who's the writer and art by uh, Miguel Mendoza. But uh, it's all about a group of sidekicks who, uh, you know, cater to their respective hero and are sick of being treated like crap by society, by their families, and by the heroes they work for. They, um, they just get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> and this comic, I don't want to ruin much because it's, I believe it's at the printers?
1: Or uh, Yeah, I think you said it's at the printers now, but all the everyone that got the digital version got it last weekend.
0: Right, so it's I don't think it's on the shelf yet. But um, yeah, pretty much <laughs> you see all these sidekicks, they can't get any respect where they go. And they decide it's time to step up and uh, fight back So I'll just leave it at that But I think the reason it took so long Didn't you uh, say that Somebody broke their arm, I think so Like Miguel, the artist, was like uh, in a car accident or something, something. Like that. So, Yeah, I know oh. he,
1: I guess he couldn't draw for months Yeah, That's why it took So long Almost a year for it To get completed
0: Sure Oh my goodness So we can be We can be patient for that Yeah But uh, the artwork in it Is beautiful The story is awesome Thus far I think it's a great idea But the cover of this thing Is what I love the most It really reminds me Of uh, the old Kick-ass comic books But um, yeah Check it out Keep an eye for it You can find it uh, If you google Sidekicks And uh, Russell Brent Holt's Name uh, You can find it On Facebook And we'll have something On the website That you can click over to So yeah Check it out good read.
1: I don't yep. think we ever even put that on the website. I think that was before we had the website out. Yeah, yeah, that Jeez. was back when we were still finding our <laughs> footwork. <Yep.
0: laughs> Alright, Jack or CA, who would like to go next? i will go next. Okay.
3: Alright.
1: I read from Andres Bergen. He's done, what's, what's his, oh, what his uh, name? Bullet Gal. Bullet Gal, yeah. He The series Bullet Gal, he was working on a, a new project called Trista and Holt. It's kind of like an old style detective Pulpy noir book to it Where it's, it's got a, the same type of art Not the same art But the same feel How it's it's a lot of photographs With filters sure. on it It's more of a detective story It seems like At the very beginning There's a huge explosion And the main character Trista Is trying to figure out What happened And who the how the explosion happened There was some stuff That was kind of hard to catch Because I think there was They're from Australia Or he's from Australia So there was terms That I think were If oh, you were like there them. You would know I see. Like some slang, so I think I was kind of lost on some of it.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a lot of a side talking, just like inner monologue.
0: Okay. Yeah, it was cool. It was like you're watching events play out as you're kind of being narrated as to what's yeah, happening. Yep. Okay. It was... I liked it. The only
1: thing that I don't like about it is sometimes with the images, I get lost on what I'm looking at just because of the filters on it. And I would love to know if he... If he takes pictures of himself or if he finds them somewhere, because right. some of them, like the uh, Trista, you'd see different pictures, but it was supposed to be her later on. I wasn't sure if it was the same one. Hmm. It was the same woman.
0: Right. I can see that. Yeah. It's a beautiful book. Yeah, they all yeah, are. it is. It's great to look at. Yeah, it's, it's amazing the work he does. But that will be released here. Is it here in the States? On believe, March first, I believe so. Under Underbelly Comics, and in Australia under If Comics. Very nice. Want we'll to keep our eye out for that. All right, and then that left CA. <laughs>
3: yes, I've actually haven't read anything new lately because I've decided to watch television.
0: Oh, nice. But
3: I, it's actually been close to a decade since I've watched actual television shows. But Game of Thrones and then Agents of Shield and all these oh, other. Yeah other shows started popping up and I needed to watch them. But I am currently rereading Transformers Generation One. Oh really? Mm, wow. Yes, yeah, the first volume and it was written by Chris Saracini and the backgrounds were by Edmund Garcia and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And it's really well written and there's just so many good things I can say about it that I'm um, already almost finished with it, but beautiful artwork, it's well written, there's so much coherency through everything, and you have Autobots and Decepticons just crushing each other oh, left God. and right, and it's really well done. So it's it's a staple in my collection.
0: What more could you ask for in a Transformers comic? I've always been worried
1: about trying to read Transformers, because I was so used to the cartoon and I just don't know if I would, if I, I never knew if I would like the comic or not. I'm sure the comics are actually much better, probably. It,
3: it probably depends. <laughs> all the artwork's definitely better. Gear, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so it just, it, honestly, it depends on which one you pick up. Um, I think this one was originally published um, 2006. So it's an older one. It's by IDW Publishing.
2: Oh, nice. Okay. I know which one those look like. Those are awesome. Are they? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Really good. So
0: didn't, I'm happy with it. Didn't they uh, just do a Transformer crossover? G.I. Yeah. Joe. Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah. They did yes. one with uh, Ghostbusters as well. Maybe that's what I was thinking of too. I love all <laughs> those 80s crossovers, man. It those are awesome. Last free
1: comic book day last year, unless it was a leftover from a couple years before, but there was a, a Transformers G.I. Joe.
0: Yep. I didn't get that one. Oh, you didn't get that? I don't no. think I did either. I did. did I can't I complain. I came home with a lot yeah. of free comics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very cool. Alright. With that, let's move right into Real,
1: Real World, World Heroes.
0: Jack, who do we have this week? James Person the Third. And what has James Person the Third done
1: to deserve a spot on our wall of justice? Well, he's a fourteen year old kid from Michigan. He was home one day watching his two younger sisters when he heard a frantic banging at his front door. Uh, got up, unlocked the door to see who, it was, who was there. It ended up being a woman wrapped in clear packing tape that was oh no. uh, bruises all over her face. Oh, my God. And was cradling one of her arms. Uh, she said she had been raped by a guy who was holding her at gunpoint and was transpor- transporting her in a car, and she ended up getting away. James could see the headlights coming, up his road, so he ended up grabbing her, the two girls, turning off all the lights, going in the bathroom, getting a, a hunting knife, and sitting and waiting. He called his dad. She called nine one one. I think it was the guy that was chasing the girl. Ended up coming up to the door, was banging on the door, no screaming, kidding. "Open up the door, or I'll kill you!" So after no one would answer, he didn't give up. He started dousing the house with fire with gasoline and tried oh. setting it on fire.
0: Oh my god This had to be Detroit, right?
1: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Just a, a small <laughs> town in Michigan <laughs> Luckily, James's father came home In time to put the fire out Before it could spread The police and ambulance soon followed The attacker escaped the scene But was later shot and killed they, I didn't get to find out who did that You got me on the uh, edge of my seat here. No, wow. When I was looking for And found this today I was like, oh my god This is a good one Wow so that kid just I'd say he deserves a
2: spot yeah. On the wall of justice <laughs>
3: He deserves a little bit more than that. Wow.
2: 14 yeah. year old. 14 year old. That's even crazy. Wow. Broke the rules by answering the door for a
0: stranger while he's watching his two kids, but still. And for that, James Pearson Third, you found a spot on a wall of justice in the Hall of Heroes. So thank you for your good deeds, sir. All right. Uh, a couple things to talk about here, and then we'll turn our attention over to CA and talk about TDUGN. First, Jack, you have something on the Green Lantern. Tyrese Gibson wants to be Green Lantern now. Who is he again?
1: He was, uh, he was in Zoolander. Oh, <laughs> African American guy. He was also in Transformers One and Two. He's one of the soldiers running
2: around. Oh, that guy. Hot looking guy. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> hot. I can actually see him. He could do that.
3: So, would he be a new Green Lantern, or would he be playing the part of John Stewart? He That's wants to
1: do John Stewart. Ah. Uh... That would be awesome. Yeah, sounds totally. I love
3: too. John Stewart.
1: <laughs> he did on uh, I think it was Instagram, posted uh, some artist posted a whole bunch of pic- well made him a whole bunch of pictures in the suit, looking really? art.
0: wow, and
1: uh, a couple of the statements he said, uh, "Fallback," Idris, I got this because Idris oh, <laughs> his last name. He plays Heimdall in Idris the Thor Alba. movies. Idris Elba, yeah, <laughs> he wants to do uh, Green Lantern. Also, is John Stewart.
0: I, I don't know enough about Green Lantern to know how great a character John Stewart is, I, but I'm going to have to... I'm, I'll vouch I'll take, for him. I'll, I'll take yeah. it. He's good. I'll
3: vouch for him. Yeah, and he... Um, my other favorite DC character, Hot Girl, he actually hooks up with Hot Girl, yeah. and then they Boy. have a son... And it's all very, like, different timelines and everything. And they should get both of the actors to play Green Lantern and then just do the storyline where one of them travels back in time and accidentally meets his son. And then they can just, you know, carry on from there.
0: Why don't, That'd be you? All right? awesome. yeah. Why don't you write this? <laughs> like, seriously,
2: <laughs> that sounded awesome. Sam's got it. She's got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
1: apparently apparently the, uh, there's going to be a, a Green Lantern film in 2020. But he's also expected to appear in the Justice League film that comes out in 2017.
0: So okay, so we'll see him before the actual Green Lantern. I I was going to say that's a long time to be planning and making a movie. They must have some big plans. Good grief! Wow.
3: Prop it up or not?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the 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 pictures that there were, there was a couple pictures without of him all clean shaven, and kind of a his head was shaved real short too mad, nah, I didn't like his John Stewart too much, but then there's a picture of him with a goatee that yeah. it fit pretty yes. good.
3: Yes, hmm. the go the goatee version of John Stewart is like the like you know, it's not his evil version of course, but it's, <laughs>
0: it's
3: his power version. Yeah. It's like he takes no prisoners once he has the goatee.
0: No, this is going to be good. I'm going to have to really catch up, though, on the Grand Green Lantern, though, before I go into that, so I'm not totally lost. I want to be sitting there going, yeah, John Stewart! <laughs> Just like you guys. Daily show! <laughs> Get out of the theater. All right. Okay, I've been itching to talk about this all freaking day. <laughs> so, we all know what happened today with uh, Ricardo Medina Jr., which was a Power Ranger? What was it, Samurai and Samurai and
1: beast? Wild Force? Wild Force, that yeah, Wild yeah. Force, yeah,
0: stabbed his roommate through the abdomen with a sword after a uh disagreement and killed him. Not he was a Red Ranger, too. That's what's even worse. Yeah, Leader. yeah, yep. you don't expect that from a Red Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> was an argument about Power Rangers. I don't know what it was an argument about. You sucked on that show, I'll
2: stab you through. I'm like totally thinking, like, maybe he did some poses, and
0: this is horrible. We were thinking. talking about that today, too. I feel horrible for thinking that, but I was like, I know. Oh. Like, somebody died out of this, and it's horrible, but. <laughs> Sink, <sick, yeah! laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, I'm going to hell <laughs> I'll see you there <laughs> cool. um, But yeah, so we were talking about that today And we got to researching on the internet a little bit And found another little fun fact about a Power Rangers cast member from 2000 What was it? Four. I think it was 2004 I think Yeah, was- it was 2004 oh. Uh, Skyler Dalen, who he was in the show, I think, as a young child. I don't mm-hmm. think he was one of the Rangers, maybe just one of the background characters. But uh, in 2008, and I'm reading this from what was this? His IMDb biography. In 2008, uh, Dalen was put on trial for the 2000 mur- 2004 first degree murder of Tom and Jackie Hawks.
3: Oh, I remember that.
0: I had yeah, no idea. Yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah. According to prosecution, DeLon and his accomplices, including his then-wife, Jennifer Henderson, uh, who's already serving two back-to-back life sentences, so a real winner we have here, pretended to be interested in buying a yacht belonging to the Hawks. He convinced them to go out uh, to sea for a test cruise and forced them to sign the ownership documents in his name before trying to uh, throw the anchor and then throw them overboard while still alive. He was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder. Wow what what is it about the power ranger people they can deal with porn
3: well it didn't it didn't <laughs> it didn't help that he was a child actor
0: yeah then that usually we do a lot of uh oh, look at he, was, Good Roberts.
3: <laughs> he was also the son of a convicted drug dealer
0: was he really oh.
3: yes he was wow. and i that probably didn't help either
0: no Fun little fact I found today, and I've been waiting to tell you this, uh, I found out right before I left work, I was talking to Scott, who has now become our show's aficionado on Power Rangers. This guy's uh. knowledge is vast. <laughs> I had no idea, but uh, he amazed me before I left today, and um, Billy, the character Billy, the original Blue Ranger. Do yeah. you remember his last name? Yes, yeah. No, that's his Baby. real life name. Oh. His name on the show. Oh. 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 His name was Billy Cranston, and do you have any idea why his name was Billy Cranston? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brian Cranston used to work on the show. What? He did the voices to some of the monsters that they would fight. What?
3: Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and like as a, like a homage to him, they gave that character Billy the last name Cranston.
3: Oh wow!
0: Wow. I, you think I'm full of shit? You're already typing on no, your. No, no. <laughs> uh, my screen was changing. That's it. <laughs> He told me that, and I felt fell through the floor. I was like, "What? Can you That's believe crazy. that? I never knew that." Walter White.
1: How? <laughs> <Hal. laughs>
0: the voice of one of the Rita Repulsa monsters. Wow. Well, I found that. I found that just fun. I couldn't wait to bring that to the table. Oh God. Yeah. I'll have to pull up old rebrands. That's
2: fantastic. Like,
0: Is that him? Is that him? I'll put that on the end of the episode. I'll put the monster uh, what he was voicing at the end of the episode. You know which ones. It's on YouTube, yeah. Oh, okay. I was looking at it before you got here. I didn't want you guys to see it when you came (laughs) in, so... (laughs) No spoilers for this show. No, no spoilers. All right. Anything else on Power Rangers, guys? Get your stuff together. Yes, right? (laughs) Got a movie coming out At least it wasn't the original ones. I mean, you imagine if, like, uh, the original... What was his... uh, Red Ranger?
1: uh, Jason. Uh, That's all I remember. Yeah, that's all I remember, too. Anyway... Doesn't matter. <laughs> that's what I thought it was at first, and I was like, No. I did too. And then I saw it was from Samurai's. So I was like, Oh my God.
3: I know. Oh, <laughs> no. what a relief.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: one of the Rangers <laughs> no one gives
1: a shit about. You. Thank God.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, it was it was um Jason Lee Scott, I remember. That's
0: it. Yeah. There that's we go. That's it. Yeah, what if he had done this? I mean, this would be mm-hmm. rocking my world right now. Yeah. I would or, be heartbroken. Or uh uh Jason, David Frank. Oh my god, yes. that'd be the end of everything, right there. <laughs> Yeah, speaking
3: so of fun. which, speaking of Jason David Frank will be appearing in Las Vegas at Wizard World, I believe it is. And anyone who adores him, you know, (laughs) go to Vegas and gamble your life away.
0: (laughs) He was at last year and this year's, This year and, yeah, this past year and the year before. And at CincyCon, and every time, like, he's always right there, and I'm like, man, I'm going to go talk to him. But then there's someone else, like, the first time, I was like, "Eh, I'd rather talk to Stan Lee. (laughs) (laughs) The second time, I was like, yeah, I'd rather talk to Julie Newmar. Maybe the third time around will JDFs at these all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then one day he'll just be gone I'm Like I had all these yeah. chances <laughs> Alright One more thing before we cut over to CA Jack you have something on X-Men Fox has confirmed That it is thinking about Doing an X-Men
1: TV series Seems like since they did so good With Gotham and it got picked up for their second season And she did that, That's not on Fox.
0: Oh, you talk. I, okay, I thought Fox you meant just it. the popularity of superhero oh, shows no, no. in general.
1: Well, I think that has some of it to do because look at Flash and Arrow and Shield and all those. Right. Um, oh yeah. Get,
3: get oh, so them. live action then? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. okay. And they
1: had such a great turnout with uh, What was that Mutant X? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a terrible series. <laughs> I was not it. It was based on the X Men, but
0: with different. Different obscure I don't remember this A live action show? Yeah It was like the Jersey (laughs) (laughs) X-Men Oh man
1: (laughs) The deal is being worked out With 20th, 20th Century Fox Movie Studio Who owns the rights To Marvel characters There's no specific talent Attached to the series And it's probably unlikely That
2: it'll be done Within the next couple of years
0: Boy I'm gonna be counting the days Yeah what about you, Jeff?
2: I'll, I'll give it a chance. I think next year they'll probably have it up, and then there'll be... I hope it's, like, nobody I know. Really? Yeah, I'm cool like, with it. What, mutant-wise, or...? Both. Like, if they did, like, a whole group of mutants that were inspired by Xavier's Academy, and there were students... Just new people? Yeah, like, new people, and we're just learning about them. Kind of like the new X Men that came out in the comics, mm-hmm. with all those mutants mm-hmm. and everything. I'm cool with that, and having like Wolverine show up here and there and like, give him advice and walk
0: away. No, they'd probably never make him show up in the TV series. Probably no, probably cost too much money. Oh yeah, they'd probably get Cyclops. He's not doing it. There anything. goes our whole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> our whole budget's gone because we had to have Wolverine come on for a five-minute cameo.
3: <laughs> one episode, season, great.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd still be glued to it. <laughs> That'd be cool if he had X twenty three. If she showed up on there. That'd oh, make me that would watch be awesome.
1: It. Yeah.
0: I'd watch this? it. His daughter. Daughter. Oh, two Two big knives that come yeah. out of her arm. Didn't he have a son too that had like two yep. spikes that came out the top of his wrist and then a single one out the bottom? I don't know what the bottom was.
3: God, what is it with spikes?
0: I don't know. <laughs> but I like them That was Draken, I think his name was. <laughs> That sounds about right. He like uh, his head was shaved except for like a mohawk, and he had a bunch of tattoos all over himself.
2: Yep, Uh, and those blades were actually some kind of cursed blade that he had. It was very weird. It was a crazy story, actually.
0: This was a while ago. It was like 2005 or six that that was coming out.
2: Oh, they rebooted him. He was actually way, way back. Oh, was he? Yeah. See, I
0: didn't know that. Yeah, and I forgot who the mother was. I I could see her.
2: (laughs) Ham. Ham. Pam. Oh, Pam. Pam.
0: (laughs) It was Ham.
2: (laughs) Wolverine had a crazy night. (laughs) Wow. Anything else in that? Nope. Uh, Should we mention the purple man? Oh, yeah, you can. I don't remember the whole story, though. I was just excited because I knew who was going to play him.
0: (laughs) What? What are you talking about? For the
1: AKA Jessica Jones Netflix series. Oh, okay. One of the villains is going to be David Tennant. Yep. Purple man. The eighth doctor. Doctor Who. Well, no, he's the ninth. Was he the ninth? He was the ninth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw him and I was like, the purple man, really? What's purple man's uh, power? Just He's, he's purple? Can, or... He can manipulate people. So he got some kind of nerve agent dumped all over him, which turned his skin and hair purple, so now he uses people as puppets to do whatever he
2: wants. I see. Oh, crap. Oh. Yeah. He's the tenth doctor, sorry. Uh, Why did I kill myself? Out. You killed yeah. me with the
0: eighth. <laughs> get out. Ugh, I hate myself. <laughs> I didn't know
2: that. But I was just happy to hear his name. I was like, oh, he's going to be a villain? That's
1: going to be so weird for me, though. <laughs> yeah, have to be after being, a, being the doctor for so long.
0: Was it like the first time you saw uh, Mark Hamill in the Flash series playing a villain? Uh, what was oh. his?
2: The trickster. <laughs> the trickster. It was like the same when I saw Guyver, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Jedi, and then he could transform into a oh, weird man. bug
0: diamond man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, something to look forward to. I can't wait to hear more on that. hmm all right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention over to C.A. and talk about T.D.U.G.N. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to jump in real quick and let you know that the music you'll be hearing in the background of the interview with C.A. Morgan are excerpts from the original soundtrack for T.D.U.G.N., which are written and performed by C.A. herself. You can get a better listen on her website at TDUGN.com as well as check out her comic. And now on with the interview. Thanks again for being with us today, C.A.
3: No problem. Thank you.
0: So can you tell us about the webcomic?
3: Sure. What it is, is a fantasy adventure comic, since that happens to be my favorite genre. And it is about a young girl who's forced to leave her home by her guardian, and her name is Moira. And she actually ends up in a place that is uh, called the Draga Empire in the middle of a war and her arrival happens unexpectedly several years after the deaths of four other Imperial leaders and she claims to be from a place that doesn't exist. So when that happens, the other leaders of the Draga Empire unite to try and help her and get to the bottom of everything and in doing so, they have no idea what waits in store. And it eventually, you know, it follows her journey, as well as the other characters, and trying to uncover what is going on.
0: What a what a deep story it yeah. sounds like. Gosh. I mean, <laughs> so how long have you been building on this story? Because, I mean, this is, you release like a page at a time, correct?
3: I, I update uh, once a week, right now, and I began developing... Wow, this is a long story.
0: No, bring it on.
3: (laughs) Okay. It actually began development in 1999. And at the time, it was being developed as a a science fiction story with um, a, um, a friend of mine. And then eventually, we were having creative differences, and we parted ways in 2006. And I just took the content of what we had worked on together, and I rewrote it as a fantasy adventure. So um, in 2008 was when I began rewriting everything, and then I released the current version in 2013. So that is what you're currently looking at.
0: Okay, very nice. Well, this artwork is beautiful. You do the writing and the artwork?
3: I do everything, yes. Wow.
0: This is amazing. This has got to take some serious time.
3: It's worth it. It's what I love to do. I'm actually a computer programmer. Really? I am. But I went to university in Los Angeles for art. So all of my degrees are in art. And I'm a self taught computer programmer. And that's what I do full time (laughs) currently.
0: Um, In my spare time, I try
3: and do the comic.
0: You've mustered some serious spare time over the years. I mean, this is just beautiful. <laughs> this is gorgeous.
3: Thank you. No appreciate it so
0: much. Are we to understand there's a soundtrack for this, too?
3: Oh, I compose, I compose music also. <laughs> what goodness. haven't I done? Yeah, so there's a soundtrack. Um, there will be a full original soundtrack released when I finish composing all the music for it.
0: I see. So there's nothing out yet to be listened to.
3: There's actually some samples on the website that you can listen to. Nice. It's on the it's on the main page. You have to scroll down beneath the actual like,
1: comic page. On the very bottom corner, I found it while I was showing Jeff because he was asking
0: about it earlier. That's awesome. I oh, <laughs> just the concept of putting music with a comic book. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. It sets There's- the mood. Yeah, exactly. There's, a
3: couple of, there's actually a couple of other creators who also do that. One is my friend Rose from Scotland, and she creates the comic uh, Red Moon Rising. Um, she doesn't have music available on her website, though. And then another one is Starcross Destiny by Blair Smart. And um, it's really interesting because it really does set the mood and... It goes along with certain scenes that are in the book and on the pages, and it's just an extra treat for people who enjoy that.
0: Forgive my ignorance when I ask you this, but I mean, is this something that you play along while you're reading, or is this just something you just kind of can listen to on its own, just like an accompaniment? It's it's
3: definitely something you can listen to by itself.
0: I can't wait to hear this. (laughs) I'm excited. I love hearing new music. So, do you ever get out, like, on the con circuit at all?
3: Um, No, I've actually never been to a con before, but I am tentatively attending the Long Beach Con Con in September, so that will be my first show.
0: Man, I would love to go out to California. Yeah. I would to go (laughs) to a con out in California. Yeah. That'd be even better. (laughs) Those are fun. What's that? Well, I...
3: uh, You're on the East Coast, right?
0: We are in Ohio, freezing right now. Almost the East oh, Coast. Oh, but...
3: <laughs> okay, all well, right. Yeah, well, I, I um, every couple of years I go out to Baltimore because my my father and my brother live there, and um, so I will try and um, see what I can do about coming to Ohio. I have a friend who makes comics who's living in ohio and she could give me some advice so maybe i can make it out to ohio i'll let well, you
0: know yes please do we'd love to uh it's it's awesome going to cons and uh, finally meeting people we've had on the show yes yeah, definitely and talking to them and so yeah that would be a, that would be a treat awesome so your website uh tdugn.com and this is where people yes. can go and you said you post every tuesday was it
3: Yes, every Tuesday it updates.
0: Can't wait till tomorrow then. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was left. I was like, oh crap, what's gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Beautiful, and, beautiful book.
3: And um, if you find me on Twitter, you know everyone can follow me. I'm very active on Twitter.
0: Nice. Okay. We...
3: It's most—it's mostly me talking shit about the clients that I have to deal with at
0: work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I do post some comic-type things and some artwork on there.
0: Yeah, well, those are the best tweets sometimes, I think. The raw emotion that comes out yeah. in the Twitterverse. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a DeviantArt page or anything like that?
3: I do, but I don't really use it. But uh, if you would like to, um, I believe... I haven't used it. <laughs> I have to find it. Okay. It's C.A. Morgan Art, all one word, dot deviant, .deviantart.com.
2: Oh, cool. I will look you up. So you can,
3: of... you can see my other work, artwork that's listed there. I um, It's uh, from my original art site, which is C.A. Morgan Art.com. I just cross post there. So you can see my my non-comic book art there.
1: I see a picture of Agent May and Coulson. You did that? Yes.
0: Yes. Let me see. (laughs) 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 Holy cow. Oh, my God. I love that. That's like a photograph. Are you kidding me? Wow, you are talented.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Wow. Well, thank you so much for uh, letting us read your book and have you on the show. It's been a lot of fun. We just want to thank you again for being with us.
3: It's no problem. I've really enjoyed myself.
0: And, Jack, uh, we'll, we'll put some links on our website over to your uh, website and help direct some listeners your way. Yeah.
3: All right. Sounds good.
0: Awesome. Jack, what else we have on the website? Show recaps,
1: trailers, videos, photos, the Candy Air comic book store, video game store,
0: and movie store. Very nice. And don't forget to also find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us some comments. We always want to know what you guys are thinking. Follow us on Facebook. Yes. Please follow. Just, again, it's a single click of your life. Give it to us. <laughs> <clears throat> Anything else, guys? That's it. Well, until next time, I am Jeremy Collie. And I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jeff Holton.
3: And I am C.A. Morgan.
0: And we'll talk to you next time. that was another great episode of Canned Air, huh, Timmy? Sure was. Let's go outside. Alright. Hey, kids. Oh my god, who's that? It's Creeper, the worst G.I. Joe character ever made. That's right. I heard you guys
1: were going to go outside. Why don't you stay inside and go to www.cannedairpodcast.com where you can get some scoop on past episodes, see movie trailers, and go to the Canned Air game store, video store, and comic book store. Yay! With CanadaPodcast.com, we'll never have to go outside again. Now we know. And knowing is
0: half the battle. Joe. Oh. <laughs>
2: no. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War. But half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World